And as we sing this, Ashika will be lighting the Christ candle. Stand by for the pitch. Mm. Holy Spirit, come in power, to We expect you this hour, waiting for your strength and light. We are. Andrea Moya. Um, I want to welcome the pastors that are here from the different churches around the area. It's good to have you here with us this morning. And I wanted to tell all of you a story about a tradition that we do in my home community in Ecuador. And I'm from Colombia, but I lived in Ecuador for 10 years. Um, this tradition, it's called El Saludo de la Paz, which literally means the greeting of peace. Um, our church community is made up of low to middle class Ecuadorians as well as Colombian refugees. And these refugees come from different backgrounds and most have either participated in or been attacked by one of the three armed groups in Colombia. If you don't know much about it, there's an article in the record that talks about it. Um, so these refugees come to our church and the greeting of peace is a good time for the people in our community to know that they are no longer enemies, they are no longer strangers. They become members of a community of peace and a community where we are safe to know and care for each other. So I want to ask all of you to stand and to greet at least 10 people that are near you. <laughs> 
Such spirit. It's a good way to start off our chapel today. Go ahead and have a seat. This morning we want to take some time to think about how it is we go about nurturing faith. And particularly for those of you who are students, how do you nurture your faith while you're here in college? And I could stand up here and talk about the various kinds of programs, the various things that we have going that would include things like Table Grace that you might read about in the connector, or in the communicator, not the connector, and things like the prayer being prayed for by people in the community. 
But there's also another level of things that we do in terms of nurturing faith. And each of, I mean, that is individual to each of you. So I decided that maybe it would make sense to ask the worship assistants how it is that they nurture faith here in college. So they are around here. So we'll just start asking. So, you got some stuff here. <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself first? I'm Karina Kreider, a senior biology major. And w the beanbag, can you tell us what that's used for? Yeah, so as much as I love my friends and love being with people, I've also noticed that, especially in college, I need time to kind of catch up with myself sometimes. College social life is not necessarily made for introverts. I've therefore found that taking time to find a cozy spot to sit and journal helps me to organize my thoughts and myself and to keep myself moderately sane. So how do you go about this process of finding that space and, and what do you do there? Ideally, I could say that I journal with intentional regularity, but in reality, I'm more at a point where the intentionality steps in when I begin to feel overwhelmed or just kind of disconnected with myself. So it goes in waves, but basically, when I decide that I need to reconnect with myself and with God, I give myself a good hour or so, I isolate myself, and I just start writing whatever it is that I need to write about to get out on paper and just kind of get out of my head. So what is it about writing or journaling that makes you feel closer to God? I often find it hard to pray in a way that doesn't feel like I'm just spitting random sentence fragments around in my head. So I like to write prayers as an offering of sorts. I like order in general, which is easier to achieve through writing. Writing also forces me to slow down and consciously think. This slowing down allows me to listen closer and to be more aware of God and life outside of just myself. Okay, well, thank you, Karina. Hopefully others can hear that too and maybe others would find some resonance with that for themselves. Okay, oh, <laughs> Sam? Okay. <laughs> Levi will go here. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, I'm Ashika, and I'm a so junior nursing major. And Ashika, um, you've been around here for a few years, you're, since you're a junior. What is it that you have, or what's one thing that you have found that nurtures your faith? Um, I think that one of the things that I've found helpful is actually um, finding a church community that um, is like supportive and like they actually like welcome me in um, and the thing that I like most about it is actually Sunday school because like uh, there are friends who are my same age group and uh, we all just like sit and talk about anything and everything and it, it's just like amazing how they actually get up despite like they're very uh, frustrating and like busy week on a Sunday and actually come even though they don't have to so I think that's like really inspiring for me and keeps me motivated and um, on track for like where I should be in my faith and stuff. well I mean you too are busy I mean you're a nursing major right so do you have any what, tips how do you how do you get up early and get off to church any ideas um I think my first year I wasn't really good with that but eventually I figured that like I have to sacrifice one thing, like sleep or like church in the mornings. I mean, sorry, yeah, like hanging out with people or like sleep and stuff like that. So I think I chose to like 
not sleep in and then go to church instead. Do you have, I mean, I see you have something here. Oh. What, is, what is this? Um, at first, it was kind of hard for me to like find a church I really liked, so I went church hopping in the beginning. Uh, but I, there are like these directories in the connector that are like really helpful. They like list all the churches that are uh, around here, and they're also sorted by denomination. So like whatever denomination you are in, I think it's like it was really helpful for me because then I went around to different churches and then finally found one that um, I really liked. So. And it looks like you have a few of them there. So if people want to pick them up afterward, can they come see you? Yep. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ashika. Okay, well, we're, well <laughs> watch out. Yes, oh my. <laughs> Glad you got that helmet on. <laughs> so Hillary, can you introduce yourself? My name is Hillary, and I'm a junior music and Spanish double major. Okay. Um, what have you found in these last years um, to be helpful in terms of nurturing your faith? Um, one thing I do to nurture my faith is go to Teze worship. Teze worship sounds kind of weird. <laughs> What's Teze worship? Um, Teze comes from France. It's a community in France, and people from all over the world go there to worship. And it's sort of an international style of meditative worship and singing songs that are really simple, but um, the words, when they really sink in, are very calming to me. And it's, it's often a time when people come and just take a break. And it's not for everyone. I mean, it's very quiet and um, very personal, but for me, it's really nurturing. It's a time for me to stop trying to do things and just be. So um, we're not talking about all heading off to France, right? Though that would be fun. <laughs> uh, so how does it happen here? So it's the first Sunday of every month in the evening, normally at 9 p.m. in Newcomer. And I, um, I just got involved by attending my first year. And then I got involved in planning it and kind of see how it works. And it's really a, a cool process. There's a group of people that play and that read scripture and then others that just come to be there. So... You say it's a little bit different, like style-wise. Can you do you have Can you show us how, what that is? I mean, I know you're a music major. <laughs> yes. Um, if we could turn in our green Sing the Journey books to number 59, um, this is a Teze song, and the point of Teze isn't to worry about the the um, really flashy music. It's just to let the words sink in and enter a calm place in your mind. So Seth will play it through once on the piano, and then we'll sing it through three times. Okay. Let's go.
Thank you, Hillary. You can tell how that is a, a different kind of style of, of worship. So, all right. Do you, um, next, the next day's A, do you know when that one would be? I think it's the first weekend in October. Okay, so that'd be homecoming weekend. Yes. Okay, Sunday night, homecoming weekend. Okay, thank you. Okay, where is, where's Becky? Uh, oh, <laughs> with her friends. We don't have to watch for Sam, right? Okay, he went that way? Okay, great. Yeah. So, Becky, you're with your friends. Yeah. Seems that you're often with your friends. That's true. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Becky Snyder. I'm a junior music ed major. Yeah. I'm going to stand over here. Okay, that works. Um, what is it about your friends? When we talk about, like, nurturing faith, what is it about friends that helps you do that? Like, being able to talk to people about everything that I'm feeling and... That's like my main way that I process things. It's just talking through them. Yeah. You'd say you're a verbal processor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that maybe flows over into how you deal with faith too. Mhm. Mm yeah. I especially like when I'm having a really really deep conversation with someone, I just like see the love of God in my friends. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, it looks like you have lots around here to choose from. So, uh, if you're if you're you, Using, I mean, some people have like spiritual friendships where they're very specific in terms of saying, we're going to meet for an hour and talk together. Is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about something different? No, not quite so much like that. Um, but, but I am, I definitely make a priority like to spend time with, uh, I have friends that I'm closer to and to like spend time with those people um, to, yeah. Do, I mean, do you find that in those conversations, um, is there an element of, like, what, aware of the holy in that? Yeah. Um, I'm not... Just in terms of, like, if you're relating with people, recognizing that they, they represent, you know, they are, you said that they reveal to you the love of God. So it's like that makes that, like, even the relationship is yeah, sacred. It, it does make it holy, in a sense, yeah. Great. Well, I think I should let you get back to your friends. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Becky. Okay, where are we at here? Uh, I'm going to stand off the side. You're slowing down. That's good. That's good. How about, how about up here? Andrea, you introduced yourself already. You want to say again uh, who you are and what, what year you are? I'm Andrea Moya. I'm a fourth-year sociology major. And how is it that you work at Nurturing Your Faith? I mean, you have, too, been around here. Your fourth year, you've been here for a while. How have you nurtured your faith, or how, how are you finding to nurture your faith these days? Um, one of the most important lessons that I learned throughout my college years, well, this spring, was that I was doing a lot of things that were taking a lot of my energy, and I wasn't able to process everything. So I was losing a lot of energy, but not getting any energy back. Um, but then I rediscovered poetry. Poetry. So how is it that you're finding poetry to be something that nurtures your faith? So through poetry, either reading or writing it, I can process my thoughts and my emotions or anything that I'm thinking about and, in a sense, offer that to God and to the whole earth. And So there's, a, there's an element of prayer. I mean, it becomes almost as a way of praying at a certain level. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
you, your first language is Spanish. Do you write your poetry in Spanish or English or both? I write most of my poetry in Spanish. Very few things are in English. Well, do you have an example of something that you have written recently? Yes, I wrote this over Christmas break. I went back to Ecuador to visit my mom and dad. And during this time, I met a 15-year-old Colombian refugee girl. And we, went, I, we just went out one day to hang out, and we're walking around the park, and she started telling me how she found out that her dad was killed. And she was telling me this story. She's 15 years old. And she's not crying or anything. She had a lot of energy, and she was pretty happy. So I wrote a poem about that, and it's in Spanish. So I'm going to try to paraphrase what it says. Um, the beginning is saying how this made me really sad um, because there's so many systems of violence, and they hurt so many people, including this girl that I had just met. But she was still happy, and she was still willing to share that with me and to laugh and to walk with me, um, and in a sense, to dream. And that gave me hope, and I found God's peace in that. Okay. Do you want to read it to us in Spanish? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Estoy cansada. Mi alma está cargada de lamentos de otras personas que me han llegado a amar. No sé cómo mantenerme neutral o positiva con tantas historias de tristeza. Niños, niñas, almas puras que sufren consciente e inconscientemente por sistemas de maldad, persecución, muerte, ya no más. Sin embargo, estas personas que conozco son todavía alegres, dispuestas a compartir, reír, caminar, hablar y soñar. Ahí hay verdad, ahí hay esperanza. Dios, danos paz. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Okay, well, Sam. Okay, Sam, stop this time, okay? Whoa. Uh, Sam, what are you doing? I'm biking the pumpkin vine. What is it? Uh, looks a little bit like you're riding your bike through, through chapel, but. Uh, so how does riding the pumpkin vine fit with nurturing your faith or your sense of presence of God? Well, I am not someone who's particularly good at the whole spiritual vernacular, and so I find myself drawn toward reflection and introspective type um, activities. And I find that riding the bike down the pumpkin vine every so often just by myself gives me a good reason to um, get some time away and think for myself for a little bit. So it's kind of like a personal retreat on wheels or something like that? Exactly. How do, how do you make it happen in the midst of a busy college schedule? Well, it is very difficult, but sometimes I find myself just needing a bit of time and I try to allocate an hour here or there, once a month or so, and yeah, ride off into the greenery. <laughs> there are some mystics in the past who have talked about the greening of God, or like the, you know that. Anyhow, this looks a little bit like that. So if you're riding off into the greenery, that is a, could be a, a way of thinking of riding off into a kind of presence of, of God. Um, I'm glad to see you have your helmet on. That's good, especially for riding through where there's lots of traffic and this kind of thing. Well. Um, 
any other any other advice for people who want to go? I mean, the pumpkin vine is a lovely trail, but it's a little bit of a it's not too far, but it's a little ride from here. The the possibilities are endless. There there's the mill race trail. There's there's the Bethany Trail going to the school, and there are probably lots of other trails in Goshen for you to bike down. Okay, so well, um, right on, Sam. Thank you, thank you. Well, one more, um, Ashika. No, 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 Ashika, you're here. <laughs> Angeliki. Where's Angeliki? Oh, <laughs> way over, <laughs> way back here. What are you doing way back here, Angeliki? I'm reading the Bible. Okay, well, first of all, let's inter introduce yourself. Who are you and what brings you way back into this corner? I'm Angeliki Santos. I'm a junior. Um, that was major in youth ministry and history. Okay, and you're, you are reading the Bible. Why back here? Well, because in order to nurture my faith, I like to get away, to isolate myself, take time to pray. That way I can communicate with God, pour myself to God, and tell him everything. I also like to read the Bible so I can read the Word of God and my faith can grow. And I also love to worship and sing and praise God. So how do you fit this kind of regular praying and, and spending time in the Bible? How do you fit that into the busy schedule that you have? Well, it's really hard sometimes. If I don't do a day, then I kind of make it up the next day. And that's how I try to do. And also attending church as well. Um, what, is the, what is the benefit for you? How is it that, that this practice um, nurtures you? I guess just praying helps me every day to start over and just be prepared for the day, knowing that God is leading me, knowing that I have the fear of God and I can step and keep going with life with the strength of God. That's how it helps me. Um, is there a sense that when you are done, you're at a different place than when you began? Definitely. I feel that I have more strength. I feel like I'm more closer to God, and I feel that I can overcome everything I, like, I face throughout the day and the struggles and the school and everything. <laughs> you mentioned that you, that you also enjoy worship. What's the relationship between this time in Scripture and prayer and worship? I think that whenever I hear music, I just want to praise and sing and dance. And um, I always try to mix both of them because it goes along with it. And just anywhere I can sing, anywhere I can go, I love to sing. Well, there are a bunch of people here who might be willing to sing with you. Do you have any ideas? We should sing a song that we sing in my church. But you guys have to dance, okay? <laughs> the song is about faith. How it goes back to the parable of Matthew 17 when Jesus said that if you have faith, it's the size of a mustard seed, you can tell mountain to move and you will move. So it encourages us to grow in faith and believe that God can do miracles and help us through the day. And so if folks want to dance, they follow you, right? And Becky. And Becky, okay. All right, so I guess we have people stand up. They're gonna have a hard time dancing sitting down.
Okay, um, we're gonna learn three phrases in Spanish that you're gonna, if you already know the song, feel free to sing along with us, but if you don't, these are the three phrases you need to know. The first one is, eso lo dice el señor. Eso lo dice el señor. The second phrase is, um, let's do muévete. 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 And then, esa montaña. Esa montaña. Se moverá. Se moverá. Okay. you all very much for sharing, go ahead and have a seat, for sharing out of your experience about what has um, worked for you in terms of nurturing faith while you're here at college. And as I mentioned before, there are lots of things that you can do, the things on your floor, thinking on Thursday, tea time, uh, getting together with friends and praying the daily office, getting together with friends and 
talking, right? Getting together with friends and drinking coffee. But there, there are lots of things that you can do, and certainly Campus Ministries wants to be supportive of what you're interested in. Um, and as, if you pay attention to the communicator, you will also find out about lots of things in the communicator. As you work at being in this place, which is a great nurturing place, for the mind and can be for the body and the soul as well, but it really does take some intentionality to pay attention to what it is that you are needing and how it is that you might nurture your faith. So as we go from here today, we invite each of you to find your own way to nurture your faith, a personal way that works for you sometime this week. And before we go, let's all stand once more and sing in the green book, number 77, the peace of the earth be with you. Peace.